absolutely insane. Just insane. And you can see I have like eraser head hair going on because I just haven't. I'm still in my pajamas. I've yeah, not you look terrible. Like three days. I feel like fucking hell, dude. It's just my my manager was out, and so if he's out, I got to pick up the pieces. And like you, you you never realized how much everybody else does until there's no one else to do it, and it's just you. And so shout out to my manager. He kicks ass. But the last couple of days have been dead. Not dead. The last couple of days I've been dead and in recovery from when he was out. A lot of pieces to pick up. And between that and writing movie reviews and I guessed it on the podcast and have a bad. I'm still have like you stayed humble this whole sick. time. Dude, I mean, I guess You're I'm so just the best. Famous. I'm just the best. I'm proud of you. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Got uh, okay well i wanted to open up to be proud of me is me and i'm not so you know fuck <laughs> it. It is but check this out check out those sweet darlings over there my drums can you see them oh yeah again with oh, the fucking yeah. drums great dude i've been beating the fucking the life out fantastic of yeah keeping the beat keeping let me put my beat. apple watch back on keeping so it monitors beat. my heart rate during uh, this podcast because i'm gonna need it yeah is your heart racing because you have sunglasses on just out of frustration yeah, at least you with, got your TV with you. I mean, whatever. Uh, well, I want, that sounds like a you problem. I'll talk. I'll talk about the TV in a second. I wanted to tell you something that has been on my mind. Okay. Well, first off, welcome to Hot Property, everybody. My name's Dan Scully. My name is Stephen Richards. And Steve's got something on his mind. Go for it, bud. The one constant through all the years, Dan, has been baseball. <laughs> America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like, like a, a blackboard. Re- rebuilt and erased again. It's and rolled by like a ground has marked ball the time. Past the rummy. glove of a... Oh, I'm not done. I was going to make a this, baseball reference to that guy who, who missed the scoop and ruined his life. All right. This podcast is taking a, a terrible turn. BB, can you calm down? Anyway, that was the... That was the speech from Field of Dreams that got ruined because he wouldn't stop talking and now BB's barking. Oh. I mean, anyway, I wanted to say this is a long it. way of saying I'm excited baseball's back. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I don't follow baseball too aggressively, but like I'm just happy that the world seems to be opening yeah. back up to a degree. I, I want it back. It's too much. The fact that I got offered tickets to a game and politely refused because I don't know if I'm ready to go to a game yet. I do plan on going to game this year, but not right away. Uh, the fact that I even got offered tickets to a game, I was like, "Oh shit, it's happening, baby! It's happening, baby! We are going, we are going full steam ahead." <laughs> I want you to go back and do your Field of Dreams speech, just because I've only seen that movie once, and I, I remember not much caring for it. But I was like 15, so right, I might I'm going to start, I'm gonna start it over. I'm going to treat Let's, our yeah. listeners to a, a a redo. I want this performance. The one constant through all the years, Dan, has been baseball. America's rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past. It reminds us of all, all of once that was once good and that could be again. Oh, people will come, Dan. People will most definitely come. All over the field. He left that part out. <laughs> talking about semen that's a good semen joke you got to do that yeah i mean in less than an hour aircraft from here will join others from around the world <laughs> and you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind okay, mankind that word should have new meaning for all of us today <laughs> we can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore we will be united in our common interests Perhaps it is fate that today is the, what's today? The 7th of April. (laughs) You will once again (laughs) be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from from aliens. (laughs) From annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. Steve, do you hear me? And should we win the day, the 7th of, of April 2021 will no longer be known just as an American holiday, but as the day when the world decided in one voice. Say it with me. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish will not without rather, a fight. Rather, fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today we celebrate April 7th. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, let me have, let me have your, it wasn't the 4th of July. 
Let me have your attention for a moment. So you're talking about what? You're talking about bitching that a sale that you shot, some son of a bitch doesn't want to buy, somebody doesn't want to sell what you're selling, some broad you're trying to screw and so forth. Let's talk about something important. Are they all here? Well, I'm going anyway. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. That coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Do you think I'm fucking with you? I'm not fucking. I'm, just, I'm not going to do this whole thing. This is like fucking five pages long. <laughs> Always be closing. Coffee my, put that coffee down is probably one of my favorite lines in the film. Uh, do you know that that uh, that scene in the play? That's, that it's by based the way, on? just so our listeners know that that was Boss Baby I was quoting. <laughs> yes, Boss Baby. That was uh, Boss Baby by David Mamet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the uh, in the stage play, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, that role didn't exist. That speech doesn't yeah. occur. And it's only this. in the movie, which is makes it even better that they actually designed like a pair of brass balls. Like he pulls brass balls out of his pocket. Yeah. Shit is insane. No, oh, it's um, loading right. too slow. So <laughs> try, uh, that's a good segue into speech. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest uh, battle of our professional lives. This is a good one. All comes down to today. And either we heal as a team. Oh, I no, no, you're doing it wrong. Either we heal as a team. Or we will die as individuals. That's well, he forward. says, that's, "Oh, we're going to crumble." That's in the speech. Inch by inch, inch by play inch, by play. play, until we're finished. Until we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. I can't do Pacino that well. We're in hell right Believe now, Believe me, gentlemen. and we can Believe stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can oh, climb you're fucking, out of you're hell. fucking it up. We can One stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we get can fight. Get the shit kicked out of us. Our way back. Or we can climb light. out of hell. We can tackle a guy so hard. So hard that is that now I can't do it for you. I can't do it for you. If I tackle someone, their eyeballs are gonna stay in the head. But if you do it, man with the dick that's as tall as Cameron Diaz that we see in full display, his eyeball might pop out. And if his (laughs) his eyes can pop out of his head, this is nonsense. (laughs) We got this is absolute nonsense. (laughs) It's complete nonsense. We've lost half our listeners just just by doing movie quotes this entire time. Movie speeches, sir. Movie hmm. speeches. Let me t- let me finish up my let me tell everyone my Best Buy story as it stands right now. Yes, because that's what everyone's tuning in for. Best Buy, uh, part two. So the I got a phone call yesterday from uh I don't know let's call him Dylan, David was his name actually David. Uh, David called me and he said, "All right, Stephen, I'm going to blow up the spot." I'm gonna, no, he's a good guy. I know, I'm just I'm giving him props. I'm going to do this as Al Pacino <laughs> giving the Eddie Given Center speech. All right, Stephen, I got your TV. Now I can't do it for you. I could put it in your house, but that's going to be. Is do you have any sort of special instructions for me? And I was like, "Yeah, you can just go. I call me when you get here, and I'll open the side gate for you." All right. Now, again, I can't do it for you. Shit. I was like, I get it. I was like Please do you have stop saying that. For me? I was like, yeah, actually bring the TV. Step one. That's the first piece of so instructions. I was like, all right. So Second one is to lick my ass. I told him, I see on the website, you guys have a window of three to seven now. Shortened from 12 to eight, thank God. Um, I was like, you have a window for three to seven. He's like, I'm going to be there much earlier. I'm going to bring you the TV and you're going to have a great time. You're going to watch it inch by inch, all 65 inches. Um, Ooh, 65. Mine's only 50. So then I was like, I was like, David, that sounds great. You made my day. Fantastic. Um, then I get texts this morning. They're like, Hey, it's, it's, it's a big day. You're getting your TV delivered. David's going to be there between three and seven. I was like, great. Then half an hour later, like, hey, it's the big day. You're going to get your TV delivered. Brian will be there between three and seven. I was like, okay. I didn't talk to Brian, though. Now, now I'm getting nervous because of what Dan said. Dan was in my head yeah. the entire time. He's like, it's not going to work. You're not going to get your TV. <laughs> I got two Al Pacinos on my shoulders. He's like, I can't do it for you. But Brian can do it for you. Um, and then half an hour later, I got a... Uh, Another text from Best Buy that was like, it's the big day. You're going to get your TV. Ahmad will be dropping it off to you between three and seven. I was like, fuck. All right, do Ahmad. Brian also I, be- I believe in you. you. I'm, I'm just like, Ahmad, I believe in you. Even though I've, apparently I've been passed around 
like uh, Cameron Diaz in um, Any Given Sunday. That's not true. She was actually a, a very strong independent woman. Anyway. Um, yeah, she stayed with the team. It yeah. was uh, Coach Pacino that left the team. But then he came back and gave that great speech. Anyway, we can talk about Any Given Sunday all Sunday. Um, yeah, but we can do it on really on. any Sunday. Given any given Sunday, we could talk about name, that name a Sunday and we'll do it of the same. Except name. this Sunday, um, I have my second vaccine this Sunday. Actually, yeah, this Sunday is not great for me either, but we'll figure out. We'll figure <laughs> so it out. It's not any given Sunday, but some yeah, met many given Sundays yeah. and <laughs> many usually given on Wednesday. Sundays, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I was like, all right. Then Ahmad calls me, and this is like 8 30 in the morning. I was like, hey, what's going on, Ahmad? He's like, yo, it's Steven, it's me, Ahmad. I was like, I know, I just I said that. I just said that. Already not up to a good start. Um, so he was like, listen, uh, I know we said between three and seven, but I can bring it over right now. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, do it. And then, so he did. He brought the TV over. I sent you two photos, one of oh, me yeah. and the Geek Squad van, and one, and you said, you accused me of Photoshopping it. Well, here's the I thing, I sent you a photo like, of the actual TV. I do have, now I have a picture of the text that you sent to me. Um, where Brian's estimated arrival is three to seven, then David's estimated arrival, but there is no Ahmad, it's Quadir. So I'm wondering if this is a way that I can charge you with being racist. Probably. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, moving I, forward. I don't have the text in front of me, and yes, I forgot his name. <laughs> That's okay. Call, I, uh... Color me racist. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot someone's name. My fucking bad. It's not that you forgot, it's that you made up a replacement that's just based on, on Middle Eastern stereotypes of names. I was close. There's two A's. <laughs> there's, there's two A's in, in Adam. And, and, uh, and an R. There's an R in there. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. You can have it. You can have it. Even, even though I said I'm Ahmad, it doesn't have an R. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm, all right. Yes, I hate the Middle East. You got me. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yo, cre credit to Quadir. He got the TV. It's very clear that okay, Best yes. Buy is recovering from when I tweeted at their CEO and told the, told her that she should be completely ashamed of her garbage company. So, and the CEO uh, of Best Buy was like, oh shit, this guy's got a podcast. We can't fuck up with the co-host. Yep, can't do it. And this they did it. So they, de they delivered the TV. Uh, I try. I did ask uh, Kadar if he wanted to. Kadir, uh, Kadir, if he wanted to uh, give a short interview for the podcast, he de he politely declined. Uh, of course, <laughs> the CEO um, was just like, was, "Mum's the word." Don't it was say early, and he didn't like the fact that I kept calling him Ahmad. So that was that was, <laughs> that was the first part. <laughs> He's like, "That's not my name. I was born in Brooklyn." <laughs> I was like, "Calm down, Ahmad." Um, so. <laughs> So he delivered the TV, polite dude, and um, now when as as soon as he left, the problems began. Oh no! I was so excited to open up this TV and watch Modern Family on it. Uh, and well, that's your you, first mistake. <laughs> and send you a video of me watching Modern Family on my modern TV. But I don't um, want to see the crags and wrinkles of fucking. Now I can't think of the actor's name. What I Ed O'Neill, Amad O'Neill. No, I like Ed O'Neill. I'm talking oh. about the the dad, whatever his fucking name is. Oh, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. My God, that guy's about as funny as your doctor telling you you might want to sit down. Uh, I think he's hilarious. He's my favorite part of the show. No, anyway, I, honestly, we can talk I about no, Modern I Family no many given Sundays. It's it's a bit. I I have no beef with Modern Family. It's just not for me. And I and honestly, Ty, uh, uh, what's his fuck is is fine. Whatever. Cool. Great. Um, great. Let me the story. Great. So I Moving opened up on. the TV. Open the TV, shiny as hell. I love getting a new gadget. I love like that, like tearing off the plastic. Oh my! Oh, but I, I saved the glue. I saved the plastic for last, and uh, that was my mistake because I was really excited about that. But so I'm like, all right, all I gotta do is I bought some TV backlights. Ooh, so I, okay. I, I put the, I stuck those on first around the back. Nice. So you're gonna be a dealer. And yeah, exactly. Um, anything you guys need? Let me know. Pokemon cards. I got you. Um, meth, whatever. Meth, Pokemon cards. Those are the only two things I can think of that I have in my inventory right now. But I will get more soon. Um, so then I'm like reading the instructions. Like, how hard this can this be? Just screw on the feet and we're good to go. Um, could not find the screws. Couldn't find them anywhere. I tore that box apart. 
I looked and they gave you a bag with like the warranty, the remote, the batteries for the remote. And like, there were some other screws for like wall mounting that I don't need because I wasn't mounting it to a wall. But toes I couldn't are curling find the already. screws to put the fucking feet on. And I'm ripping everything apart. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's no fucking screws. And so I'm texting my, the, the guy that I brought to Best Buy with me to buy this TV a while ago, the one I brought home with him. He was like, oh man, you really got to look for the screws, man. Cause they're, they're going to, they're in a small bag. That was like really hard to find. I had the same problem. I was like, no, I was like, George, they're not fucking here. I told you this. They're not here. I've looked five times. I was like, do you want to come fucking look for me? He was like, yeah, don't, you don't have to be hostile about it. I was like, I'm mad. I waited a week and a half for this TV and now they don't have the fucking screws. So I'm calling Sony customer service. Cause at this point, I don't think Best Buy can do anything for me. They have like an extra set of very specific screws for this model of TV. Probably not. So yeah, I this is my surprised Sony. face. Are you saying Best Buy can't do anything to help? I Yes, they couldn't. Um, I didn't try, though. So I called Sony, and I'm on the phone with this dude for 45 minutes, screaming at the top of my lungs at him about how I had to wait a week and a half for this TV, and all I want to do is set it up and get it over with. <laughs> Were you really screaming? A, yeah, I was like, this has been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, how do you guys not pack the correct screws? Meanwhile, I'm still texting with George, and I'm like, uh there's like there's definitely they're george definitely not here whose real name is anatoly or something actually his real name is ellsworth <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm like dude they're not Sorry, fucking here twist I didn't expect. <laughs> i'm not kidding you either <laughs> that um, sounds like someone on the geek squad if i say so so i'm like wait he's like the guy put me on hold Cause I pulled a carrot and I was like, I want to speak to your supervisor. Cause like, they were like, Oh, we'll have the parts out in three to five days. I'm like, that's not good enough. Yeah. I don't want to wait fucking almost two weeks to just put my TV on a stand. Sometimes you have to ride it up the chain and I hate it, but the, the path of least resistance is being, is sometimes being a Karen. Yeah. I know in my situation, I, I kept throwing this one. I was like, here's the situation. And honestly, tell me if I'm the one. My parents want to wait on a week's vacation. Yeah, I, I always say, tell me if I'm the unreasonable one. And then I explain to them in exaggerated terms how awful the situation is. It works beautifully. My, my line is, do you think that's fair? Yeah. Oh, that stings. Yeah. And I hate, I hate, like, I, I've come a long way in treating customer sales rep a lot better than I have in the past because I know how terrible their job is because of people oh, yeah. like the person I was. But today I was running on all cylinders. So I was so pissed. The, the problem and, is if they were incentivized to, to help, that would never happen. What sucks is that having done reading customer a service so many times is the only way to bypass the script and to actually get the help that they should offer anyway is to be unreasonable. And it I'd sucks. I'd rather it's garbage. you talk to me as a person because that I'm a person who needs help. Like I know yeah. you're a person too. So if you act like a robot, I'm going to treat you like a fucking robot. And it's yeah. just supervisor, supervisor, supervisor over and over again. It typically works. Yeah. Um, so as I'm on hold waiting for the supervisor, I'm like, it's a long hold too, maybe like five, six minutes. And I'm like, I could sit here and stew, or I could take one more look for the screws. <laughs> and I fucking oh, found no. the screws. <laughs> <laughs> Where were they? They were, were taped they in- to a bag that I'd already thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just hang up in shame? No, I, I waited. I waited on the line and I apologized to the dude. I was like, listen, man, I'm oh, fucking sorry. I was like, I'm, I was way out of line. I was very frustrated. And I, like an idiot, I did not look correctly so that's on me i apologize to you and your supervisor wasting both of your times have a great day that's and i left it then i hung up in shame because i didn't want to hear the response uh <laughs> no i think that that's i think that that's reasonable because chances are you were far from the least reasonable person that they were that they oh, i you don't know, know i was very unreasonable i was very unreasonable i was yelling because he was like, really he was like can i have the uh like serial number. I was like, I'm not putting my TV at risk of falling over looking on the back for a serial number. Well, that's just being a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I because I, my biggest fear was like, <laughs> I'm going to lift it up and it's going to just fall forward into my coffee oh, yeah. table and then I get like a fucking stab, you know? And then it's square one. Yeah. You got to start. So over. I apologize, hung up the phone in shame and uh, 
screwed on the feet and i was like finally this nightmare is over and then i put it on my tv stand and my tv stand is too small for the the giant tv that i bought and this goes back to when i was purchasing it originally at best buy where it wouldn't fit my fucking car my hubris has gotten the best of me (laughs) i I wanted a 65 inch so bad that i not only a didn't think it would fit in my car and b didn't measure correctly to make sure it would fit on the stand i already have so now i have to buy a new tv stand well or use those wall mounting screws mounted on a wall well, because I have my TV caddy cornered in my in the corner of my living room, so like if I hang it, I have to like tilt it. It's gonna look like a hospital TV, and I don't want that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Not yeah, a good aesthetic. Because when the ladies come over, they're like, "Oh, I feel like I'm in a hospital." I'm like, "Well, let's do your checkup." That's I mean, that's a good line, but like, yeah, who are we kidding? Who wants to like? I can't keep doing that over and over again. And also, I don't like looking this way at a TV. You know, I don't like looking up. I kind of I like. Mean, I have slightly a TV above. in my office that I'm looking at right now, watching the Phillies play some baseball, and they're winning Whoa. against the Mets, four to one. I feel like when I, at the end of my Best Buy thing, I my Best Buy thing, I, I did have a moment. Now, granted, I was right the entire time, and I never got into yelling, but I did do the "I'm not mad, I'm disappointed." I had like that air about me. Oh, you pulled um, you pulled the Ty Burrell dad from Modern Family. You were just like, "I'm just disappointed in you." You you, you take those filthy words out of your mouth <laughs> now i'm screaming no, um, and then uh, the, it kind of uh, looks like ty burrow when you said i'm disappointed and i was like whoa ty <laughs> well <laughs> am I, mean, I watching modern family on my 65 inch tv again i did do stand-up comedy long before that show premiered so there's a very real chance that they stole my material and you were doing aesthetic. stand-up comedy back when uh they were carving uh art into tablets yeah back when the modern family mom was the love interest in happy gilmore yeah, Although you were, you were the you were the pre-modern family. Yeah, I was the. I don't know what comes before modern. You were the Jurassic family. <laughs> I was more like Cretaceous era family. Um, <laughs> but I had a moment where I finally like got the TV set up, and I was like, "This is beautiful." And then I measured the TV, and I was like, 43 inches. Those rat bastards. And then I found out that they measure diagonally. Yeah, you gotta, it's always and diagonal. It's always that. I never knew that. Yeah. And so I just had like a little like fleeting 10 minutes of anger. Like they put the wrong TV in the box. that says 50. And, it's four. and then I was like, wait a minute. If it was any bigger, it wouldn't fit in the box. No, no, no. Nothing about this adds up. And then I looked it up and was like, oh, I'm remedial. Got it. So it seems like um, both both of our issues well, not your enti- not your entire issue, but some of your issue and a lot of my issue were just user error and not yeah. knowing, not understanding the size of a TV. One issue on mine was user error yeah. of the thirty issues. Well, let me let me give you the um, very uh, undramatic conclusion to my story, which is uh, one of my friends has an extra TV stand that will fit my TV, so I don't actually have to buy a new one. <laughs> Art friend's great. <laughs> I'm getting it tomorrow, so beautiful, fantastic. So until then, you just have to. Sit in your office and watch TV. I'm. I have a uh, a gaming date with my buddy tonight. That we uh, every Wednesday night we play zombies, and uh, I'll be sitting on my floor like I'm in sixth grade, uh, playing video games with my friends. Are you gonna so stick be... crisscross applesauce? Oh, definitely. Sweet. That's the way to do it. Capri Sun. Um. No, probably some alcohol. You know, okay. Some booze. Well, I can, can put it in a Capri Sun pouch. Yeah. Booze pouches. I'm into but the I idea. Won't. It's too much no, work. Do no. Done a lot of work today. I had the whole the whole TV thing. Yes. Yeah, I heard that. Um, I did a lot of work today. It was the whole uh, work thing, you know. Yeah, making money. I did some work. Paying for drums. I get all my work out of the way early in the week, so I can take uh, Wednesday, Tuesday through Friday off. <laughs> ah, see, I I just have a constant influx of work that comes in and goes out, and I just got to sit there and process it. Although I did manage today over lunch to crank out a movie review, at least like a vomit draft, so I'm pretty good on that. I nice. needed to get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, I had something I wanted to do today. Let me bring up my notes. Yeah, I'm pulling up my note too. I do have a snack for the cup. Let's get the, the snack. Cup. Let's get the snack going because I don't have a snack, but I want to hear what yours is, and then we're gonna do another draft. Okay. Oh, right on. So I um first and foremost, uh, one thing I just want to shout out is in South Philly we have this place called Giordano's, and Giordano's Fuck does Giordano's. Giordano's, unlike Best Buy, they deliver. 
And Giordano's is all fresh produce. And they do like a $35 produce box that's like a month's worth of produce and milk and butter and cheese and all that shit. And uh, we frequently do it. We did it. And it came through in the clutch. But when I went to go grab it off my porch, I also went to pick up a snack from my Buy Nothing group. You know, those local Facebook groups where everybody just trades goods uh, that they don't want. Uh, that's where I got my cat. And I got two bags of these bad boys. They oh, are yeah. Greek yogurt covered cranberry bites from Ocean Spray. I'm surprised you recognize it, Steve, because on the label, it, has, it does indicate that this is a new look. I and, almost didn't um, recognize it. And then I read with my eyes. Yes, it is a new look, but I got two bags of these, and the first bag Jenna and I consumed within about three minutes of opening. And uh, so I brought this upstairs so that when she gets home from work, she can't get to it yet, and we can do snack cover, because if I didn't bring this upstairs, I'd come downstairs and I'd be like, save me a couple of those bites for snack covered, uh, you know, next week. And she'd be like, I ate the whole package and the wrapper. And honestly, <laughs> honestly I, I might not even eat one right now because first off, I'm full. I had a lot of cereal today. But second off, as long as this isn't torn and we don't open it up to the Ziploc, it, like we don't have this rule, but there's like an unspoken rule in humanity of, you know, once you open it, it's accessible. But, but like nobody wants to be the person that, <laughs> that was that was that was the um, that was one of the drafts of the Pringles can slogan. Once you open it, it's accessible. But they went with once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> I, yeah. I understand why they went with that because yeah. it's, you know, it I, rhymes. I personally liked uh, once it's open, it's accessible. But accessible. But you know what I mean? Like if you if you cohabitate with somebody and it's like, you know, like if I if I buy like a snack and until the seal is broken, nobody wants to be the one to but like once you open the seal, <laughs> it kind of just becomes fair game. And so right now we are protecting these because I would love to not. Und, I, like not be in a situation where two people downed two bags of these yeah. over the course of like 36 hours. So it, I, I'm not going to open it. I like that dynamic about um, as long as it's sealed, everyone's just waiting for the other person to, to open it. Yeah. Like whoever, um, whoever brought it into the house. Now, like granted, if she ate all these, I wouldn't give a shit. It's not like I bought them. I got them for free, but it's just like, I brought them into the house. So it, it behooves me to be the one to break the seal. But until I do, like, these could rot forever. Like, even if I don't eat them in a year, like, she would be reasonable to be like, yeah, I'll just open them myself. But it'll never happen. And if it was vice versa, it would never happen. And it's not a rule we've agreed upon. It's just one of those things that's, like, programmed into humans, yeah. I think. And so, I like yeah. also how um, I watched you toss that aside to what looked like across the room, and then you immediately grabbed it and brought it back on screen. <laughs> I'm sitting uh, in my said, bed, so I can just throw it, and, and it's right here on my bed. So it's also the cats the, the, outside the, the door the going packaging, nuts. On the packaging, it looks like those are giant cranberries covered in yogurt. Are those true to size? Um, some. Um, ra- like, you know how some raisinets are like the tiny little ones, and yeah. the other ones are like, it's like a universe of raisins connected. It looks like a tumor. It sort of has that sort of thing. So, yeah, some okay. of them are that big. Um, but not all of them. I mean, they look you'll see in very tiny print there. It does note that it is enlarged to show detail. Mm. So these are slightly enlarged, but and it's not detail uh, they show. Yeah, I mean it's it's white with red in the middle. I don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna try and sneak past us by shrinking the. Uh, but no, this is uh, this is what it is. But these are delicious, and I'm pleased to report that they, that they're farmer owned since 1930. And apparently, yeah, I remember, I remember the, the, ocean, the ocean spray commercials with those two dudes standing in the cranberry uh, bog. Yeah, I guess you can call it. Um, and they just say some funny stuff. That's the family that owns it. They're not yep. actors. That is um, actually they're the... naturally hilarious farmers. <laughs> Cranberries do grow in bogs, and they are locally <laughs> grown. Ocean spray is uh, based out of New Jersey, so. It is right oh, in our fuck. backyard. I'll never, eat, I'll never eat ocean spray again. Um, no, but uh, they have the best cranberries. Same with corn. Jersey corn. Now Iowa has the best corn. I just I mean, I, did I the know. field. I just did the field of dream speech. But I feel like that movie wasn't about corn. I thought it was about baseball. Well, they jokes. cut down the corn to build a baseball field. They wouldn't do that if the corn was good. Well, you got me there. Um, I wanted to talk about that dynamic real quick again, because the other side of the dynamic of not opening up something, because you're, you want your partner to open up first so that you have permission to eat it, so to speak. Yes. Uh, and Implicit when you live alone, to consume. <laughs> when you live alone and eat an entire bag of 
a hint of lime and jalapeno tortilla chips and there's crumbs all over your belly and you just sit there in shame and think about your life that's the other side of that coin yeah when i lived alone i would very frequently like buy like a 30 pack of hot dogs and i would never think about it and then one day i'd throw away that wrapper and as i throw it away i'd be like wow every single one of those hot dogs entered my body Oh, dude, speaking of hot dogs, I got to tell you about this fucking great joke that happened to me last night. So yeah. fucking uh, shout out remember Dawson's. Yeah, yeah. There's a bar called Dawson's right down the street from me. And there's this cook there. His name is Peyton. And over the past like month or so, two months, we've been commiserating about WandaVision and uh, Captain Falcon Soldier Winter. And uh, I still have um, to start that. It's okay. Um, but like we've been becoming friendly and last night uh, we were outside, you know, I was having a cigarette and I was like, Peyton, can I get like 15 hot dogs? And he was like, I'm going to make them and you, you're paying for them. And then he started walking away and he started walking away immediately. I was like, no, 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 wait, 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 14 hot dogs. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, I'm seriously going to make those right now. I'm like, no, no, I was kidding. And then he walked away, comes out fucking 10 minutes later with like, what do you call those like uh, those plastic uh, the the like when you get like a basket of, a basket a basket yeah. of fries or whatever? Yeah, it comes yeah. out with yeah, a stack of a seven. Yeah, what do you call those baskets that hold things? Um, so he comes out with like seven stacked baskets, and I could see just like hot dogs all the way down because there was two on top. And he was like, "All right, here you go, fourteen hot dogs." And I was like, "You motherfucker! I I was kidding. I can't believe we made fourteen fucking hot dogs." He takes off the top two. The rest of the baskets has just have empty ramekins in them to make it seem like they have hot dogs oh, in them. I was like, nice. that's I was like, that is the funniest fucking joke I've seen done in real life. Cause he did it, he did it so deadpan. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because uh, I, I, I thought believe I thought I was about to buy 14 hot dogs. <laughs> I, here's the thing though, not gonna lie. I have definitely put away close to that number of hot dogs in one sitting. Oh, dude, in a baseball dog night setting. at the ballpark? Yeah. Cause you go and you're like, well, here's a 10 and then just give them, give me what you got. And then, you know, you do that and you realize yeah. like, oh shit, I ate them all. And now, now you got the munch, you got the beer munch. When you go, when you go to a Phillies game and like the fanatic comes out with the hot dog cannon, I don't think they do it during COVID now, but like when he comes out with the hot dog cannon and you're like, <laughs> oh man, I didn't get a hot dog. That sucks. On dollar dog night, they still do that weirdly enough. But if I don't get a hot dog from the fanatic shooting it out of a cannon, I'm like, I'll just go buy six more. Yeah, because it's I'll dollar just get dog hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I'll throw hot dogs back at him. Who cares? So when so when Peyton brought out these fucking what I thought would be fourteen hot dogs, my immediate thought wasn't like fuck. Now I got to pay for fourteen hot dogs. It was what am I gonna do with fourteen hot dogs? <laughs> See, I'd be mad that I'd have to pay for it, but I would I would be excited that I get to eat them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we like, had the opposite thing. effect. No, I, no I did you, did you pay for two hot dogs and then eat them? No, he said he said uh, that they were on the house because the joke was so good, and I was um, like, "Well, at least you're humble." Ooh, a little, too. little ego yeah. there. Okay. Um, all right, so we're doing a draft today. Oh, I was gonna say one of the reasons I had to throw this is because the cat you're is outside my door going uh, nuts, and uh, I can actually probably trigger her right now because our snacks are kept in the same closet as her treats, and her treats. Sound like that. have the exact same tactile sensations of these uh we felt like such assholes as jen and i are gorging on these she's sitting there like but me 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 and we're like ha, ha, stupid cat you would eat these and literally die ah! i would have said give her a treat i didn't give her an actual treat to make up for that it was just like we just cruelly we were like sitting there in the Capitol at hunger games just like cruelly <laughs> oh laughing God. at the, the citizens of pan am as we as we gorged on on yogurt cranberries i would have told her that um i would have said to her we got this the same place we got you and you're next we're gonna eat you <laughs> she'd be like as long as you touch me i don't care she's a little whore for <laughs> um all right so we're gonna, we're gonna do a draft okay i know i know you're not ready for this but i came very prepared so you can i'll go first this time because okay. you you go first all the time so we're gonna draft the top three songs for banging Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's tough. I'm going to start us off. I don't tend to bang with songs. Okay. But if you were, you know, there's, I don't know how to tell you this, Dan, but there's a lot of songs out there about having sex. 
Yeah, yeah. It just it, I don't I don't tend to do it. Like the sex starts happening, and I'm never like, oh wait, let me stop and put on some uh, a Jay Timberlake. Uh, so it's always like, yeah, let correctly. me just fucking do this. You don't plan correctly. I mean, I already have the music going before I even get in the house. I mean, see, I I live with the woman that I have sex with, so it's not like there's any wooing going on. It's just like well, you let got me a take couple you minutes. back to yeah, Jurassic times when you were uh, a Neanderthal and you were bringing Cretaceous. a woman back to your cave. Um, <laughs> what would you have on in the cave? Think about that. My first one. I mean, I remember one time I banged one. to the Saw DVD menu, just because that was what was God. was playing. The first time I ever had sex was to the uh, the DVD menu of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That was a weird day. <laughs> Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first my first pick in the draft of songs to bang to is um, "Earned It" by the Weekend, off of okay. the soundtrack. Off the soundtrack, Fifty Shades of Grey. Because if you're going to make a movie about sex, you got to have a song also about sex. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. So um, I am pulling up. I'm pulling up because my brain's not working. Oh, and I can't think of the name of it. There's, hang on. I got to pull up this album. Well, I mean, so my first one then, naturally, I'm going to have to go with Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. It's the obvious one. Uh, yeah, I guess it's more obvious than mine. Although I gotta say, I, well, no, you know, no, I'm gonna land on that because that is, it might be played out, but that's a good song for fucking. Um, also, you have the allure of Motown, which you know that I love. Mm-hmm. I think Motown is the best era that has ever existed in music. I'm not gonna fight back on that. I can I'm tell by it. your silence, you either care or you don't. Well, no, I, 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 I love Motown, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight back on that. Motown's um, got some great music. Number and it was two, also like it was definitely like the heyday of producers taking horrible advantage of musicians that don't understand the business. Yeah, so good God stuff. Damn, wasn't it catchy? Um, oh, it was so catchy. Number two, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with "High for This" by The Weeknd. You were just all about The Weeknd. My, uh, uh, because you'll be, you'll be pleased. My my niece, who is four years old, after watching the Super Bowl, uh, decided that she wants to marry the weekend. But she told me that she was distraught. Because, she didn't use the word distraught, but she said it was sad because by the time she's grown up and old enough to get married, he'll be a grandfather. Yeah. So at least she understands time. But I was also like, yo, good pick. <laughs> good pick. I mean, like, of, of all the... He's of a all handsome the jets, dude. Yeah, I was like, man, I'd marry that guy. I'm he just it. got plastic surgery done, maybe. I don't know if it's a bit or what he's doing, but he's yeah, he a character. He had to get the E put back in. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, a, there's a, a, a Twitter account That's that uh, every Friday, all it does is every Friday, it plays the clip off of SNL of Daniel Craig going, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Nice. just every friday they tweet that video once and it's just ladies and gentlemen the weekend it's a twitter account best I thing on the internet that a lot it's so good ladies and gentlemen the weekend all right what's, wow. your, num- what's your number two my number two is something that you've never heard of there is a movie by roman coppola called cq a really cool movie and the soundtrack is uh it's like an album in and of itself. It's all by a band named Mellow. And the third track on the soundtrack is called Take Me Higher. And that is a fuck song for all ages. Can so you take gonna... me higher? Not to be confused with Creed's Higher. This is, this is a Roman couple of film. No, you can't fuck to Creed's Higher unless you're married. That's the rules of oh, Jesus. Yeah. But um, no, Take Me Higher by Mellow is one of the best just like like slow groove, dip in the stick songs. Ooh, baby. Now I can't get Take Me Higher by Creed out of my head. Um, all right, my final... My final entry into this... I think you know where I'm going with my third one. I would imagine it's The weekend. It's The Greatest Showman by Hugh Jackman off the, off the <laughs> movie The Greatest Showman. Yo, I'm not gonna fight you on that either. I've never seen that movie, but that soundtrack is—that's like a banger. I love that soundtrack. It's real good, and it lets your partner know this is the greatest show. Yeah, you know, on earth. 
Yeah. All right. What's your third one? Uh, ooh, I guess I stand alone by Godsmack. No, not that one. Um, it's probably in. no. It's not going to be that. I think that I'm going to go with "Never Going to Give You Up" by Barry Eugene Carter, uh, aka Barry White. Never oh, ever going to give you up. I'm never ever going to stop. Stop the way I feel about you, girl. I just can't live without you. That song is like that's a good that one. Sex yeah, that's a fucking good. Also, you know what Barry White did that was also very good. Basketball Jones on the off the uh, Space Jam soundtrack. Ooh yeah, it was oh, him what, and yo. Chris Rock. Did you see that new Space Jam trailer? It looks atrocious. I am so into but it. I will be first in line to get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that I've moved, now that I've admitted that I don't know anything about basketball, and I was only mean about LeBron in the past because I, I, I just felt like it for some dumb reason. I am all into it. I think it's great. It looks cool. I love that. At least we're admitting when it like as larger and larger companies just just grab IP and hold yeah. on to it. At least they're using it. Even if it's in something like this, at least they're using it. And like Jenna loves Space Jam. So we watched that trailer together and my joy came from her bubbling over with giddiness for Space Jam 2. I was like, it's time to slam. Welcome to the jam. I wonder how lebron or lebron's family feels about being recast in the movie though are they recast i don't know anything about them. yeah well the girl from walking dead and star trek this generation is not his wife in real life and i'm pretty i'm 90 yeah, sure like that's sweetheart? not his son i think so yeah that's wild it's so funny also like, his son, his son is not a young chubby for kid no reason no reason at all except yeah. that people liked him so i decided to hate him but the more and more I read about him, I'm like, oh, he's just a good dude who's oh, he's really good dude. at this sport. He just seems like a good, good guy. Dude, he built he built like a huge community in. Uh, I want to say he's from Akron, but I, maybe I'm confusing him with I the Black Keys. You know the other the other great basketball players, the Black Keys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Space Jam Three, where they space That's... jam. Oh, I would see that movie too. Hell yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. All right, let's do a quick bonus round. Um, p- what is your like walk into the room song? Like, like think walk about into like the, the sex room. No, not this have to be a sex room. You have a sex room? Well, I mean it's my bedroom, but like I'm in I'm in my sex room right now. Yeah, yeah, with all the monitors. That's why I have I have the Conan poster. <laughs> that if, if the Conan poster doesn't turn me on, it's not coming. It's not happening tonight. Yeah, you'll um, notice above, I'm in my bed right now, and you'll notice above it, I have the Planet of the Apes poster, I've got a Fangoria poster, a Texas Chainsaw, My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> Lots of horror movies here. Yeah. Just like just like the sex you have. Um, Damn straight. No, like, so you know, how, like, you know how like Mariana Rivera would walk out to enter Sandman, and everyone's like, you hear that doom, do, 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 doom, and you oh, knew yeah. shit was about to fucking go down. I'm talking about like oh, walkout yeah. music. Like I know exactly the song. Yeah, 100%. My walkout music is, uh, and I, anytime that I ever did a show where the DJ asked if I wanted to be brought to the stage with a certain song, every single time I requested Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Oh, of course, it's Sabotage. How did I know that? shit gets me so jacked up, man. I'm going to. When I did that ice bath at the Wim Hof class, they asked me if I wanted to put on like some mellow music. I was like, can you put on Sabotage by the Beastie Boys? I don't do mellow. If I got to like get hyped up to do this. He was like, yeah, man. And they cranked it on and I dove into that thing. I'm going to play you my walk in music and you tell me who it is. And you're going to know when they're the first three notes. Ready? Is it the weekend? No. Dan is rocking out right now. That's that's 15 seconds. We're gonna get to give me number nine. I can see you later. Yeah, that, I, I think that, that that fucking slaps. You know, yeah, I'm in the fucking song, room. Totally My second Yo, choice would be the Avengers theme song. Oh, I'm into that. I'm into but that, that takes if a while. You... That takes a while to build up because you got to go through all the classical bullshit till you get to the yeah. And like that's where you, that's where you walk in at the end. That gets you all amped. You know what actually would get me amped up? The Marvel logo when it's like anytime they do like a big oh, yeah. Avengers movie. The that's Ooh, really. That and the, did you see that they added Tony doing the snap 
to that. Oh now? yeah, yeah. If they if they did a movie where it was just that, just like kind of on loop, it would take me the length of of an Avengers movie to realize that was what was happening. I, I was going to say, how like, long before you understand <laughs> that it's just the intro? But it, then if they rolled credits, I would just be like, yo, that was like that might have been the best one yet, Brah. That shit was insane. And and then the post credit scene is just that again for another two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, this means so much for the universe. <laughs> Everything is different. If you like uh, Hello Operator by the White Stripes, their cover of Sunhouse's Death Letter is another like back in their crunchy, you know, two piece, just gnarly blues days. They do Death Isn't Letter. Isn't that all of their is- days? I wouldn't say that for like Get Behind Me Satan. There's like marimba songs in that. But, uh, you know, it's a little more <laughs> produced. But like this, I think it's off, I think it's either off their self titled or I think it's self titled or Day Still. I forget. Uh, but yeah, their cover of Death Letter uh, scratches the same itches as uh, uh, Hello Operator. And I think I that you would that enjoy song. it. Yeah, it's so good. I just I've love the White Stripes. They're my favorite band. I've been- I've been doing this thing. I know that we both share a love of the Instagram dancer, Keladactyl. Man, it brings me <laughs> such joy. She smiles and dances. Like it's that Every easy. time I see her video, it like gets me in a better mood. So I've been trying yeah. to do something similar where. Oh, uh, I, I watched your video today. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Where I'm just going to every morning, I'm just going to get up and move around a little and dance some good songs. And so I've been like collecting like all of these songs that fucking get me jazzed. And get me going and like that's a great way to start the day no matter what mood you're in if you start moving around and dancing singing a little bit you're gonna feel a lot better oh yeah that's i mean that and is i can't believe 90 percent of why i bought the drums that i bought is yeah. because i put on a song that i just want to fucking thrash to and i just get into the groove and it feels great i'm putting something out in the world that didn't exist it's wonderful i can't believe that me the curmudgeon and uh narcissist and negative nancy that i am is saying this to people but get up and move every morning and you'll feel oh like yeah 10 times better get up and dance do it also do it. that so dan's talking about i if you follow me on instagram at sky captain public account now you're welcome earth i was gonna um, say is this the first time that you're announcing your instagram and that's just i am easy? yeah also follow my dog, BB underscore the Corgi. Um, but I had done a uh, lip sync of Bell Bottoms by, I forget the band. It's like some kind of blues band, but it's off. Oh, it's no, they're the, called, um, oh, shit. What are they called? They're a band that from, I like, too. It's from the intro of Baby Driver, which is a phenomenal film. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to Dead Silence. Up. You, you talk about it. I'll the John Spencer after. Blues Explosion. That's it. So... It's a crazy, if I didn't see this, if I didn't see the beginning of Baby Driver where it fits in perfectly, that song would annoy the fuck out of me. But now that I've seen it, because there's a point where they're screaming, the bottoms, the bottoms, the bottoms. bottoms." I'm like, in any other circumstance, I would be like, this is the worst fucking song ever written. But now that I've seen uh, Ansel Elgort, is that his name? Ansel, Baby Driver. Sure, yeah. The baby, the one who's driving, the boss baby who's driving. Um, now that I've seen him do the fast and furious moves that he does in that little red car in the beginning of Baby Driver, now that's all I can think about. And that song gets me fucking hype as fuck. That movie is really, really, really good at tying the visuals to the music in like yeah. creative ways that makes you appreciate the textures of the songs more than you ever would otherwise. Yeah. And appreciate the textures of the movies that more than you ever would. It's so well done. Um, I think that that opening scene is probably better and you're gonna you might call me a heretic for this it's probably better than any chase scene in fast and furious i would say with the exception of the highway chase in fast and furious 6 i would agree but the but we're also talking about apples and oranges a little bit because baby drivers at least based a little bit in reality whereas fast and furious is like who fucking cares? We're going to have the rock land on his elbows uh, jumping off of the freeway. And we're going to have Jason Statham fall out of a building and just walk away from it. There's literally a scene where, where Michelle Rodriguez, who someone on Reddit said that she always plays an angry tank top. And that really made me laugh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, that tracks with lost. That definitely tracks with lost. She's an angry tank top, but she like, she's on top of, I think the tank. And then they dangle a car off the tank and it catches. And so she gets launched. And while she's in the air, Vin Diesel sees that 
and then launches himself off his own car to catch her. And then they break their fall by landing on a car, even though, as I understand it, cars are hard, but they land on a car. And she's like, how did you know a car was going to be there? As if it's just we take it full stop without any questions that a car will break your fall at all times. But she's like, how did you know a car was going to be there? It's like, some things you got to take on faith. (laughs) It's like the most mind because you're like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay, you let. But if I knew there was a car there, I would still be afraid because uh, like when people get hit by cars, it hurts them. And so if you like, they don't, they don't cushion your fall. We don't know. This could be your next conspiracy. Have you ever been hit by a car? I've never actually, I have been hit by a car, but I also know two people who have been killed by cars. So uh, I don't know. The jury's out. That's two against one. Or maybe they faked their own deaths. I don't mean to speak ill of that. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I, I I didn't know them that I'll say I knew of some people that got hit by cars. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I know of people who got hit by cars too, but yeah. And now those losers are dead. <laughs> oh my God! You went there first. You went there first. I took Speaking it on of stupid like stuff. Cato. How about some stupid but, questions? Yeah, we can do some stupid questions. Uh, here's an app. Here's sorry, a very I just snorted one. snot, and it was so gross, and it probably showed up on the microphone. I'm sorry, listeners. That was disgusting. I, I have a little it. allergy issues. Uh, here's a very appropriate question to ask. Is it okay to throw a dummy into traffic while it's wearing clothes? Um, okay. No. Hilarious. Yes. yes. And next the, question. The good son? <laughs> no. Uh, the good son. That's one of the pranks that uh, evil Macaulay Culkin pulls and little baby Elijah Wood doesn't want to do it. And I believe he, he introduced it. He's like, this is Mr. Highway. Mr. Highway is thinking about the end. He like throws it into traffic oh to God. cause an accident. See, mine would be much more lighthearted. What I my my dream scenario would be that you and I are standing at a bus stop, and like on a one way street where cars are coming towards us, but we're facing each other. You and I. My back is to traffic. Behind you, there is a dummy dressed in your clothes. Okay. And at at the same time, I throw the dummy into traffic while pushing you away. So that they think that I'm, it's essentially like um, deception or misdirection is the word. Yes, yeah. It's misdirection, it's inception. Um, for it's, So it's a magic trick for the drivers who think they just killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> but then I pop up and I'm like, ta-da! And they're like, oh! <laughs> no, no, actually, no. The end of the dream scenario is that you're actually in the, you get in the backseat of their car while they're distracted. And then you're like, turns out I was inside the whole time. <laughs> They're like, how did you get in here? And I go, something's just got to take on faith. And then you, ex- you extend, as you say that, you extend your pointer finger and you touch their heart. You say, I was inside the whole time. And then you get out of the car. We Turn run on the next your time. heart light. <laughs> um, <laughs> Actually, in, um, in uh, the old pre-Jackass videos, one of them was CKY2K that Bam Margera made with his buddies. And in one of them, they actually just throw a dummy into traffic. And they do it a couple times and like, it's really cruel. But uh, when you're 15 <laughs> and you are watching these people do yeah. that for real, it is goddamn great. <laughs> um, all right. Pick a number between one and five. Yeah, five. I can't count. I went to art school. That's all right. Um, I went to number school. So let's go with five. Oh, actually, I, I sorry. Five is not a real question, but um, you know how I always, there's always like a, set of questions that have a commonality between them yes this yes. one this one might be the best so user frank grimes underscore 97 grimesy posted two separate questions on the stupid question reddit so you did and the, t- the timing is is important here um because on april 1st at i guess 9 45 p.m i can't really read uh, time um, nine for, at April first at nine forty five p.m. He asked, "What would happen if you ate a bloody turd in front of a bully?" On April second, like at April on April second at seven forty in the morning, he posted, "Why did the bully run away after I ate a fake bloody turd in front of him?" <laughs> now, I mean, here's, here. Here's his last, here's his latest post. And I don't know if this is related. I got to hope it's not because this is fucking, it would be fucked up if it was. 
Um, 22 hours ago, he asked, or they asked, should ugly people resort to digging up corpses in order to get laid? Well, this this person is definitely living on the fringe. Listen, Frank Grimes underscore 97, if you need help, reach out to us at Hot Property Pod on Instagram. Well, with the first one, my question was, I think you actually really just need to go see a doctor if you have bloody poop. The second question reveals that it's fake. But that opens up the question of how does one make a believable fake bloody poop? And in what situation do you place yourself in front of a bully to give that performance? And And melted Snickers with strawberry jam. But here's the thing, like if a bully is bullying me and I need to get out of that situation, I feel like going home to prepare a strawberry jam Snickers and make it look like poop kind of suggests that you're already out of said situation. And so then you have to reinsert yourself into the situation in order to be like, you want to beat me up? Well, what will happen if I eat this poopy? You know, like it, it, there's a lot of logistical questions here that if I think I could, only Grimesy can answer. If I could posit a thesis, maybe Frank Grimes underscore 97 is the real bully. It sounds like he might be. Maybe he terrified an innocent soul by eating Snickers with jam on it and said, I'm eating a turd. And I feel like now run away. Like potentially an ugly necrophiliac as evidenced by the third question. Let's just change the subject. Pick number two, one four. I'll tell you a story though about uh, how something similar to that actually happened to me. I don't want to hear school. a story about how it's you not about poop. Ter- were you the bully no. or were you not the bully? I was getting bullied. I forget. I, now, granted, I was probably running my mouth as I want to do. And this kid got in my face. That doesn't sound like sho- you. He shoved me into a locker and he was all up my face and he wanted to fight. And I happened to have a nickel in my hand. So when he was de- yelling in my face, I just put the nickel in his mouth. And it diffused the situation immediately, completely, entirely, and permanently. It was the, it was the weirdest thing. That's it was awesome. just one of those where he was like ready to fight. And he was like, you want to fuck Ghost Scully? Blah, blah, blah. He was this close to my face. And I just put the nickel, like I just kind of tossed it in when his mouth was open. And he was, ah, was that a nickel? And I was like, yeah, man, I had a nickel in my hand. And he's like, what, what the fuck? Ah! And he just stormed off. And then I was never fucked with by him again. It was worth um, the five cents I paid. There was a similar situation that happened to a friend of the podcast, Chance St. John, in high school. Mm. We were playing, we were in gym class together, and we were playing, I want to, I think it's Ultimate Frisbee. Um, and Chance and this one dude, Nate, were getting kind of chippy and like kind of like, you know, shoulder bumping and shit like that. Yeah. Until, yeah. until I guess Chance triggered him in some fashion, but Nate wanted to come up to Chance and say, Do you, Are you trying to fuck with me? But, as he walked up to Chance and ripped his own shirt off of his body, he just said, do you want to, are you trying to fuck? And everyone, like the record scratched in the gym. Yeah. And we were like, <laughs> is that what you wanted to say? <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, the, I think you got a little ahead of yourself there, buddy. Yeah. You might want to rethink that one. If you're going to be a bully, be a bully with proper, you know, talking yeah yeah <laughs> which apparently i can't do, <laughs> I can't do. <laughs> that is yeah it's it's weird how certain things like that can just immediately diffuse the situation yeah like there was one time where our cat was scratching the couch and jenna got mad and she went to pick her up and when she picked her up the cat farted very loudly and that was the end of the anger that was it there was, it was there like, was also <laughs> there was also something that happened to me this weekend where we were talking about gardens or whatever, and this girl that I was like talking to at the time had a her dad apparently has like a fantastic he does have a f- phenomenal garden. He's got like fountains and shit, all types of flora. It's fantastic. But before she showed me the Ooh. video, she was like, "Are you ready to get blown?" Like in front of everyone, she said, "Are you ready to get blown?" And I was like, <laughs> "Like uh, I guess? all the time, yeah." <laughs> like who's <here>? offering? <laughs> when I was in high school. And she was like, oh, my God, did I just say that? I was like, you did. I don't think anybody heard you, though. <laughs> She's like, I, I heard you, though. And if you're, off, if, if, you're, if you're offering, but I would also like to have my mind blown, if that's what you're suggesting. Yeah. If you're talking about my boat. Well, she, um, she was going to say, are you ready to get blown away? Yeah, yeah. Which, again, maybe she was going to shoot me in the, in the chest. I don't know. Or maybe she was going to take you to a video rental store and you could rent the action flick Blown Away with Jeff Bridges. Or we were just going to do a bunch of cocaine together. Yeah, that could happen too. The um, when I was in high school, another, this is another one of those moments. I will never forget what this. This fuck? one didn't involve me, but I was in class, and there was like clearly a fight brewing 
between like two kids across the room from one another and they were like you know neither of them like <laughs> neither of them like said anything right off the bat but you could tell there was like some animosity that had brewed before class and I, I don't know what set the one kid off but he stood up and he was like you're a fucking liar fuck you and the teacher was just like you need to go down to the principal's office and he starts marching out and as he's marching out the kid he was yelling at he was just like hey you blew it and as he said that the kid just turned and went suck my k <laughs> but he angrily said suck my k and it was he had such seething rage but the entire class like it was over at that point the entire class burst into laughter the teacher couldn't teach the kid who he suggested suck his k had won the had of course won the battle just by being like you blew it it was incredible but suck my k and i remember this specifically because everybody laughed and the kid in front of me mike forte he turned around he goes scully did he just say suck my k (laughs) which made it that much better suck my suck my k my k which it doesn't even start with K. It doesn't. It just, but I mean, it was like one of those like you know, ends with angry K. moments of you want to, you want to get, you want to fuck. You're trying to fuck. <laughs> You're trying to fuck right now. Um. All right. Pick number between that's one the, and four. That's the best thing in the world when people get mad and like, like, have you ever seen a parent get really, really mad, but they oh don't want to curse in yeah. front of their kids, so they'll be like, oh, what the frick. Like, if you get in front of a legitimate what the frick, that's like a hundred Christmases stacked. It's the best thing in the world. When someone's so mad, but they can't be like, what the fuck? When my mom was pissed off at one of either, when my mom was pissed off at like one of either me or my sisters, she would name everybody in our family until she got to us. She'd be like, uh, like if she's mad at me, she'd be like, damn it, Cassie, let Leanne, let Steven, fuck you. (laughs) Even like, yo, mom, suck my K. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce. Well, she listens to this podcast, so please don't tell my mom to suck my K. Um, no, no, no. I, I imagine your mom is, is pretty cool. She's a, she's a nice person ever. She sends me, every morning, she sends me uh, a drawing on her whiteboard of like whatever an international day it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, Steve, it's, great. it's a great Steve's way to mom, start if you're today. listening. Hello. So that's what you got to do. You got you to gotta share that picture of the whiteboard and then you lip syncing a song with the sunglasses. Today, let me tell you what today's was. It's International uh, Share a Drawing on Your Whiteboard Day. This is actually kind of awkward. It's International Bieber Day. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. into that. Most Yesterday was Table Tennis now, Day. But... Oh, and then on Monday, it was National Bell Bottoms Day. So I sent her that the intro to Baby Driver. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. But, but, uh, right, do you know it... what tomorrow's song is going to be, or is that going to be a surprise? A surprise, obviously. Uh, pick a number between one and four. We got we got time for one more, and then we got to end this. All right, let's do uh, let's do three. My gut says three. Hot damn! I fucked a pinata. Does that count as bestiality? I mean, I don't think it counts as bestiality because it is weird. It's not. Sentient, it is weird. But I think a conversation needs to be had about your yeah. tastes. Yeah. Because everyone's eating that candy. Yeah. Like I don't feel like it's... stick your dick into the candy bowl. It's Why not would you bestiality, stick, but you, you wouldn't could be put calling... your dick in a cookie jar. You wouldn't download a dick off the internet. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I would say that it's not bestiality, but you could call it a canned job. That's the best I can do. I told you I had a All long right. work. Well, day. that's been hot property. Dan, do your plugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so you can check out uh, my movie show. I like to movie movie. Um, We recently dropped a great YouTube about Godzilla versus Kong. and um, More like Godzilla versus Dong, am I right? Neither of them have penises. You think one of them's Dong would flop out at some point during the battles. It stands to reason, but... What are you going to do? I guess it's we just assume that they that they they tuck for our sake. so yeah, so uh, check out I like to movie movie. Check out uh, that movie is totally unwatchable because it be, it's anatomically incorrect. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that, uh, in my review, I need to be Cats, based in realism to watch a monster movie about how they destroyed uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> I, I mean, I love that movie, but I did, I did sense the absence. In my review for Cats, I talk about how the movie is fucked up because it would be less fucked up if Idris Elba's cat had a huge penis. And I can't explain <laughs> why that is the way it is. But if he had a giant dong that, that you know, if he hanged dong midway through that, you'd be like, oh, this movie makes a little more sense now. But as is, you're like, this is fucking crazy. Without, um, without spoiling Godzilla, versus, my last point is without spoiling this movie, there's a scene in the beginning where Godzilla doesn't attack. And on the news are like, seven people have died and 32 people were injured. And just at that moment, I was like, well, I've seen the trailer of this film. And guess what? You guys are in for a ride if you think seven people dying <laughs> <Yeah>. is a <laughs> big deal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that 100% of the population of Hong Kong dies. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I was like, I was watching the trailer and I watched uh, Godzilla throw King Kong through th at least three or four buildings. So uh, you might want to evacuate any giant city at this moment. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like in a world that's post giant monsters, immediately becomes a world that's post skyscrapers yeah like that's like that whole thing is just done we got to build out instead of up it's just the way it's gonna have to be it's gonna take more land but so be it we have kaiju um so yes check out i like to movie movie check out moviejohn.com findy.com and also if you check out the latest episode of the rank bank which you can get wherever you get podcasts uh me and the movie movie crew which is garrett uh we do some uh some uh we do they we count down our favorite 10 oscar winners of the last 20 years for best picture Mine's and uh crash. oh shit <laughs> i mean mine mine was shape of water spoiler alert but uh no, so mine's guess. not crash crash didn't make anybody's list on our, on, yeah. on the show spoiler alert on that so yes check all of that out and uh yeah that that that's that's the that that follow me at sky captain because you might see some new fun videos Let's uh, make a campaign to interview uh, to interview dance Kelodactyl. Yeah, I bet we can make it happen. I'm gonna message her on Facebook. I'm gonna message her on Instagram right now. She comes on the show and she's just the most dour, negative person in the world. We're like, so you want to talk about this? She's like, I'm sad because I'm not dancing. We're like, oh, you don't love dancing? It's just like therapeutic insofar that unless you're dancing, you're sad. <laughs> Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. Also, follow my dog, BBA underscore the Corgi. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hot Property Pod. Uh, I promise one day I'll be better about getting our Instagram numbers up. That's all right. I've that been, uh, day I've is been not today the or tomorrow. I've been working the Twitter, so you can check it out on the Twitter. I've been trying to boost it on my own stuff as well. And, um, you know, I, I actually just want to make it very clear that. Uh, I my, my feelings towards Modern Family are mostly a bit. Ty, whatever his last name is, is totally fine by me. I don't get it, but it's fine. So just throw it out there. Just throw a little positivity here. Man. And that's been that's hot it. property. That's all I'm trying to say. That's, I just, I just as make always, I just want to make it clear. Got it's got to, to be, be good, good. And it's got it's to be, be Ty. I'm sorry, sir. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. That's it. Ty Burrell. Pat Burrell. Fit to be, fit to be Ty. <laughs> It's a bit